0: This is the Media Week Industry Podcast from the people at mediaweek.com.au. Welcome to a new Media Week podcast. This is one of our uh, semi-regular catch-ups with Melissa Hoyer, the editor-at-large-with-news.com.au. Welcome back to Media Week, Melissa. Lovely
1: to be here. It thanks, It seems James. like
0: it's been a little while, but because um, you've been pretty busy. We're all busy, I guess. Yeah. We it, haven't caught up this year as much as we should have.
1: You no, know, but um, it's nice to be doing it. Yeah, it's been one of those... Oh God, I mean, every year is, is, mm. is madness. And I think, too, as we do talk about, you know, so often, all of us, you know, the whole social media... Whirl is, um, is such a time-consuming thing. You sort of... Uh, and, and the media cycle is so time-consuming. You're just sort of on, on, on 24-7. So you you, you have to sort of... Stop, but it's sort of hard to stop. So things happen, and I once you
0: make that commitment to some platforms, you've sort of uh, you, 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 you got to yeah, keep it going. Exactly, and like, yeah. And know, that's what I've, I've sort of But look, done. We'll, we'll, I want to talk to you. We'll get to that probably yeah. a little bit later in the podcast. And I think it's really interesting because I see you as a bit of a social media pioneer for sure. And you know, you've inspired me to do stuff, and I'm sure lots of people Thank too. You. So we'll get to that. But first of all, just, just hear a little bit about your year. Mm. Now, you're sort of much sought after influencer, is the new word, isn't it? <laughs> It. But yes. you're you're certainly one of those because yes. um, people identify with you. You can, um, you know, for a good story, you can put it on so many platforms. Starting with, I guess, Australia's biggest uh, sort of news website, news.com.au.
1: Exactly, and I think that's what what you know. Good you know, people who do pitch stories or um, pitch, even if it's a if it's a travel story or an interview or whatever. They do see that now. You know the clever publicists are seeing that that it's not just about being on one platform. You know, you it, you actually on if the story goes on news com I'll then put it onto uh, my my Twitter following. My I'll Instagram it in a in a certain way with the link. I'll put it onto my fa- my public Facebook page. You know, it, it, it's 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 time consuming doing that. And I think. You know, Often you can spend like an hour making sure... Because I like to natively post. I don't like just to press the one button and the one po- one post goes out to all of my um, platforms. Sure. So, yeah, but it, it's it's worth it in the long run, to be honest.
0: Okay. Well, tell us about some of the highlights of this year. One of the things that interests me was you, you made a trip to Rio. Yeah. I think it was at the start of the game. That games. was at the
1: start of the game. It's interesting. I was invited by... um by um,
0: Was it Oakley?
1: Oh, Oakley. Isn't funny? It? Yeah. Isn't so funny? You do so many trips and you suddenly go bang. Yeah, so Oakley so is they were really promoting transparent about this. Now so, it the
0: sunglasses? Yeah, so they do. sunglasses? They, yes. They'll do a whole range Oakley of stuff. Oakley do a think. lot
1: of sunglasses for sort of um, um, beach volleyballers um, so sports all sports class sports, gl- yep. sports action what action yep. so while then they weren't an actual official sponsor of the olympics because you know what the the IOC gets like with sponsorship yep. they have you know they have to play things very you know transparently so they kindly invited me over and I was with um, the Honey Badger, um oh, yes. Cummins, yep. uh, and, and, uh, and also a guy from Pedestrian TV. So it was
0: a real eclectic mix of Very people. Very
1: eclectic mix and, and also a few um, international media. So we went for uh, the beginnings of the Games. So I was there for the opening ceremony the beach volleyball and then we they then oakley hosted their own what they called their safe house which basically a lot of brands did in rio they'd have an area that you could go to as a guest and there'd be you know there'd be drinks and they'd be showing off their their branding and their merchandise and having sports people who are ambassadors for their brand there so you could talk to them so it was a very clever way to do it you know i was only there literally for like four days but it was it was enough to be honest i mean my time in Rio, I enjoyed it, but it certainly wasn't... When I compared it to something like London, and I was fortunate I was, I was in London, um, and I was there for two weeks of the games. That's, that was when Foxtel was covering yep. and Channel 9 was covering. Just
0: two games in a row.
1: Yeah, and, yeah exactly. You were
0: already negotiating about... Is it Tokyo? Or somewhere <laughs> in Japan, is it Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo is next. Is. Yep.
1: Um, You know, So I guess you know, I was comparing... I think we all compare it to Sydney, and also I c- could quite legitimately compare it to to London you know there was a bit of a a fear factor, and I think you know people um, who are going. Oh, what are you all getting on about? But you know, we had security with us all of the time because you you, there's, you wouldn't walk out of your hotel and just wander down to Copacabana Beach on your own. <coughs> you know, which it's, and I'm a pretty fearless you know person. Nothing worries me. But they said no. You, if you do choose to do that, we are sending someone with you. Yeah. Um, which you know, good on you know, good on them for doing it. And then, of course, the first you know day I get there, the first one of the first stories I read is one of our photographers had all of his gear yeah. stolen. so, you know, you were just always, just always careful. You know, just looking around, just making sure that you weren't in a position where you could potentially sure. be just on your own. But you know, Rio was it was interesting. It was it was like they'd sort of just given it a big coat of paint. It was still not a city that I I felt. In love with, and I think a lot of the, even the journo's that I spoke to, who had spent a lot of time there and had, and had to spend a couple of weeks before, as well as the three weeks of the games, and then then some had to then were staying on for the the Paralympics. Um, you know they were happy to be home. It, it was a, it was a a bit of a, a slog of a city to even get around.
0: Sure did you do any work for 7 when you were there did you do any no, crosses no, for 7 no we just seven. in and out was is because
1: they were doing well, sunrise were doing it their we they they were there before well, the games and we they were all gone weren't they? they they were all gone so i got there yeah. and they they'd gone and then you know with when you've got an olympics um you know situation like that you've got you've got it all so sorted you've got your sports reporters and again it was unlike London. i did quite a lot for um for 7 for them as well as news.com but because you could go out on the streets and you know we we did like, a, what what people would do? What parties people were going to? But you wouldn't sort of t- take a camera crew and do that probably for for a story for sunrise. You know, it just wasn't you know from a safety point of view for me um, because I wasn't sort of there as an accredited media person, but as a guest mm. of Oakley, yeah. um, it was a bit different. But you know, it was a good any any of those things, honestly, James. They're great experiences. So that was you know that was only now only a couple of months ago. So that was that was that was a it was a, a good trip.
0: Just quickly on that, I mean, I, I do a few trips. We don't get a lot here because Media Week's a pretty niche audience and, you know, and there's a few things, but it makes sense for us to to go, yeah. away, you know, get some subsidised travel where we can. But one, I knocked back a gig recently because somebody put a condition on the trip and they said you can't write about certain things if you're there, which had never happened to me before. Does that come up much with you? And I actually refused this one because I thought it just made me feel a little bit uneasy.
1: Yeah, I, I have, I've, not, I've not had you can't write about that that but what I do look at now, with every trip that I am, you know, kindly of invited to, is a media famil. Um, is I really look at the time that I'm potentially going to be putting into this, and and the time out of then ha- at work and Sydney and home and sure. my working hours is being in some foreign land for four or five days really going to be worthwhile um, even for, you know, unless I get a couple of stories out of it. You know, and I think... You know I know with my my social media feeds when I put shots up of if i 'm here, there or everywhere, people go, "Oh you're on one big holiday and you know it does maybe look like that, but all of those trips that are work trips, and I'm always very transparent that I am a guest of whoever because you know that's that's the reality of it i think i don't you can't sort of just you know. Wander around the world and pretend you're just doing it on the S of yourself because you're not. You are there as a media person. If there is a story out of it, um, you know, you, you know, you can do it. But you know, so I think there is. There was a recent um, trip that I went on, and you know, I just couldn't get a story out of it. That you know, and I've, I and I have an editor to to you know talk to, and if he doesn't think the story is strong enough you know, we won't run it. You know, nothing just goes on to news.com.au because we just happen so to So your byline's
0: it. not enough in itself no, to make them whack no, it all no, straight you No, know, no, they
1: really, you know, you know I, have to, I sit down and I'll say, well, you know, I'm, 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 this trip I've been invited to, the story I think will be really good is this, this or this. But if I just said, oh, I'm going to go away for three weeks to, you know, a, a, a desert, a, an island and then I'll, I'll, and, and, it's, and someone's paying for it and it's, and it's on my work time... It ain't going to cut it, yeah. <laughs> you know, which is good because otherwise, you know, you could be when I think I, I, I often feel and I've, I've discussed this a lot with travel editors and travel travel writers, particularly with, you know, the likes of Susan Kewisawa, who I admire so much. And, um, you know, there's this assumption there's, that, I think a that... travel
0: editor at The Australian. At, at The Australian,
1: yeah. You know, she just, um, and we, we laugh about it because, you know, she said, oh, I'm just, you know, I constantly get that sort of, there's that assumption that I'm on holiday all the time, but the, the back end has to be done. You know, the, the story then has to be... Written, subbed. Um, in my case, in the digital space, built, you know, um, SEO'd, you know, sold as in put a you know great sell on it. It's not just a matter of going away somewhere and you've had a holiday and you, get, and you come back. You put up a couple of Insta snaps and away you go. But then on the other hand, a lot of pe- a lot of a lot of um, trips now are just about using. Your social media platforms. You know, there was one particular recent trip where it was, oh no, we don't really want a story. We're just really quite happy if you if, if you if you feel it is appropriate for you to put up a couple of Instagram posts. Um, so so there was no weird we we expectation. There have been some people who expect much too much and I just, like you, I just say, no, I'm sorry, just not, I can't do it. And I and I, and I never, ever, ever can promise anything to anyone, um, no, no matter how nicely they're flowing me somewhere or no matter how lovely the, the digs are you're staying in or the the, the the showies you've gone to see or the personies you've gone to interview. So it's, a, you know, and I think the, the, the good publicists and PR companies understand that sure. and they, they and they ask you anyway because they they know that, you, that you, you, you you know you're pretty good at what you do and you probably will get something out of it
0: yeah i mean I, and a lot of journalists and uh, producers and stuff like that a good a good trip. You end up spending most of the time in the hotel room, anyway, don't That's you do? Them. But it's nice, though. Of course, being somewhere different, exactly. Just being out of the office, but yeah, you know. You do weigh And out I don't the expect timing. anybody to believe this, but but yeah, I but know, you do. No, you spend. I've been in lots of cities, and I've just spent nearly all the bloody time in the in, and in and the, the hotel. And you run out for an hour at night to get and, something to eat or something. And then then back to, with because of the time differences, the time yeah, difference
1: is a night. It really is a nightmare. for Yeah, us you're
0: stuff. either sleep or working this in the bloody hotel room. my
1: last, I was in LA just last, just recently. And I actually nearly didn't get into L.A. time because the events I had to go to were all during the evening, which was really my morning. So I sort of, during the day, I actually slept quite a bit early in the morning and then would get up and do stuff in the afternoon because I just I'd I'd stay up till three or four, you know, just riding star force, going through our new because that was our you know it, it's just weird it's, um you, you can to get to jump into a new town or a new city and just jump into their time zone while you're still thinking in Australian. Time zone. It's it's oh, no.
0: really oh, just just as an aside. I was watching the project last night, and they had an entertainment correspondent in LA, and he was literally on for two short questions. But it was like one AM. <laughs> this poor guy's had to drive all the way to the bloody studio. I hope that was one, okay. one AM, and he's been and they cut back, and he must have been thinking, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> you're right in the middle of the night. You know, yeah, yeah, but, but,
1: but that works quite well though. When you're when you're doing, if I'm doing crosses to morning television or morning radio, and I'm in Los Angeles, it's great. Not bad. It's mid afternoon. It's mid afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So that's. That's quite. That's quite a good.
0: Okay, thing. Well, let's go across the uh, on your little atlas. So, where else you've been this year, Tickoffson? Oh, no. no, so, a couple I'll of trips I'll to LA. A yeah, a couple
1: of trips. Well, so early in the year, of course, we always do the, the, the G'day L.A. thing. Yes, and the, the Actor Awards. Um, well, that was interesting this because this year, boy, isn't that so funny? This year is just flowing. So, er, in, in earlier this year, the International Actor Awards, which uh, are happening again. Um, they always
0: have different setups, don't yeah. they? because one year Foxtel did their own special that's little... right,
1: and then and Mike Hammond and I actually sort of co-hosted that as a one hour special right. that went on. To was Foxtel. that
0: the one this January or no, was that, that, that was, the year that was, before that was, wasn't it? Uh,
1: no, that was the year before yeah. so the one this January um Foxtel did, and they did it at um uh, just you know in a like a, 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 a in a space. And it was they they cut it into an hour special, but that was on the night after the G'day La big Qantas yep. Gala. So it actually, the timing was quite good because you, it was like the two events sort of were sort of together. But this year, my understanding is the Actor Awards are early, early second week of January in LA. And then the ALA things until late Separate. January. Okay, so that'll be two totally different trips. If, of course, I'm invited yep. to either of them.
0: Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, did you go to Japan? I'm trying to. Think. Yes. There was, yeah. I went to Japan. Was that last uh, year? Maybe. No. I, yeah.
1: Um. I went to Japan last year. There, ah. So that was, and that was, um, for a fashion interview for uh, with a with a model, and that was just got okay, literally a two day. I was in, I was out. Um, and I did another trip to Japan, a, a, a travel trip, which was literally. It was a day and a half, but I, my story was 24 hours in Tokyo, oh. what to do. And, and that, that was, a gra- it was a great story because mm. when, you know, it was offered to me, I went, oh, God, i am only there for two days. But, the, but I wrote it in such a way that I actually did encapsulate into 24 hours what you can do within that amount of time. So, you know, and so that's, that made a great story and, you know, it got, you know, Great clicks because it was made. You know, it had that just little nice little point of difference, which we like to do with our travel stuff. At sure. the News.
0: Have you been in Europe this year, to London or anywhere um, else? On, London, on I continent? was
1: earlier this year. Um, that's right. I was <laughs> London earlier this year because I was invited by. Um, Fox um, movies who were promoting um, Spectre, which was coming out on Blu-ray. So they had this amazing opportunity where I could go and drive the James Bond, Aston Martin cars around the circuit that they actually, they do a lot of testing of extraordinary cars. So when that came to me, I went, oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, and it was so exquisitely organised. You got there and they had GoPro. There were, it was an international um, trip, so there were journalists from everywhere. They had GoPros in each of the cars. You could actually talk to the stunt drivers who actually did um, do all of uh, Daniel Craig's work. Um, and so, so they delivered to you. As soon as you got out of the car after you'd done your test drive, they delivered to you the the, the disc. You know, I got it back to the office when I came back. You know, our great uh, video people cut it up and it made a really good story because it was like what it's like to drive James Bond's car, you know. So there was an interesting story to it. Um, You know, and I I got to to spoke to um, um, the co-star... the female whose name now I can't remember. Yeah, sure. Uh, but anyway, but it, was, but it was you know it was a worthwhile trip. So that was that was good fun. So that was just a, a really quick trip just to London. And I just spent a couple of days there to see some friends and then came straight home.
0: No, I woke you up in Paris once, but I I um, quickly oh, add that it was James, on James. Is that you? <laughs> by ringing you in the middle of the night. Where I didn't realise where you were, and you still had your phone on. The, <laughs> yes, um, do. Have you been back to Paris? No, 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 I so haven't. You've be no, no, been missing like, that. It's been you?
1: quite. Um,
0: it was on of, your uh, beat uh, for quite a while, yeah, wasn't it? During your days doing the, the tally like, for doing fashion.
1: That's right. I always I'd go and cover the fashion shows in Paris and Milan, which were was fantastic, but. You know, it's an interesting time now, I guess, with, you know, most of those shows now are streamed. I, you know, you can now look at, I look at like, you know, Vogue streaming it or, you know, one of the, there's one of many online sites that are either putting, the, the shots are going up straight away. I would love, I was, you no, know, I was in Europe on a holiday a couple of years ago, um, and then did take a week and I did go to a couple of the Paris shows and covered them for news. com. and it was um, and it was actually nice to be back. But it's again, it's just changed because it's just it's the pace. You have to just get it up straight away, which I do here in my normal world. But I thought I, I, if you were doing that London, Milan, Paris, New York fashion circuit, which is what it is twice a year, boy oh boy, it would be you know it, it's and, and if you're trying to do it for the Australian audience. That time zone thing, because you, if you're putting stuff up in the middle of the night, no one's looking at it, mm. you know. So you really have to sort of work out even when when you're when you're when you're working out. Because if you do
0: that, it gets lost in the stream. This doesn't is right. It? So, so you AMR. have to then
1: then, then mm. make sure it's up then when people are actually looking at your your stream and reading your your the, re, reading the website.
0: Let's talk a little bit about influences, mm. um, because look. It's nearly a full-time gig if you're an influencer, uh, yeah, really. And you, you know, you, you want to take it seriously because for some reason I got on, I got on the list once. I think it was Audi, and they kept offering me this stuff. Yeah, and I thought, well, I can I haven't got the time to do it. But if you know, for people, because it was like two or three days, you'd go away, you'd drive this car, there'd be some events, maybe a bit of training, you know, yes. and all that sort of stuff. And then they would bring you back. Now the people who do that—I mean, it sounds glamorous, and I know it is—but it it takes up a lot of time, doesn't it? It If you want to do all that, it
1: takes up a lot of time. And I think—and this is this—you know, this this word "influencer" is is really interesting. You have influencers who have obviously huge numbers when it comes to their social media, and you know that's great, and they. A handful of them do very good um, collaborations with existing brands, whether it's a fashion brand, a car brand and all that. But, you know, it's not paying your – I mean, getting a a two-day trip to blah, blah to drive a car, Well, it might be a great story, it's not buying your supermarket. Well, I soon
0: got off the list when I just said no because (laughs) I – I've got to do my gig. You yeah, know. I yeah. Can't be this is right. So I have time. to
1: do my 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 gig, my paying work work gig. So when I do get offered to do, you know, offered to maybe go and test out a car, if there's a story in it, fantastic. But for me, just to suddenly go and do it for no reason, you know, so you really have to weigh up what you can get out of it, not from a fiscal point of view, but from a, a story point of view, and you know, it, it does it align to your brand? I mean, my brand, I guess, is very. Um, um it's quite it's that whole it's very quite diverse I mean, it's very pop culture driven so it's a, which is sort of uh, that's why I love it it's uh, yeah. you know I'm able to do a travel story a fashion story uh, uh you know a comment or an opinion piece about entertainment you know it can be TV it can be theater it can be you know it can be Luxury cars, you know, it can be all of that. So it's that's what I do love about my sort of remit as as sort of an editor at large. Yeah, but role. I mean,
0: with all due respect, you're sort of old school, aren't yes. you? You've paid your dues. That's why you're on these lists. But there's a new wave of influencers. This is it. And they don't have – they're their own editors almost, aren't they? This, they, yeah. they have their blog or, or however they distribute their content, Yeah, and that is their full-time gig. That is, They'll but, go away and spend those three days with Audi or something or – some fashion brand off to New York or whatever, exactly. Then they'll right. post that up, and I guess they'll be paid a fee for that. Is well, that how that works? them, some, or some of them they get take pa- advertising on their blogs. What some happens? of
1: them get paid. A lot of them will get paid a fee, but you know, a lot of a lot of numbers that have been thrown around where you know people charging allegedly you know ten grand to put up an Instagram post because they happen to have half a million Instagram followers. A lot of that is just crap. It really is. I mean, you know, there, there are certain fees that people do charge if you are blatantly putting up a sponsored post. And I think this is where, um, you know, the US have done it, you know, well, they've attempted to do it and, and a lot of people are saying... SP that this is a sponsored post, or it's you know it's advertised content. So is that the
0: shorthand? Is it SP on? That? Oh,
1: yeah. So if there's a hashtag SP sponsored post, or you no, know, it could just be a hashtag ad, but you very rarely see that. On the Australian lot of influences that are out there, it's pretty obvious when you when you see someone holding you know a can of particular mm. drink or using a particular lipstick.
0: Do you think lipstick.
1: that devalues that post? I think it. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think or... it devalues. it. I think it's being just transparent, mm. and I think in, you, in the media, whether you are in whether you are a, a journalist or whether you are a blogger or whether you are an influencer, you have to be transparent. You know, if someone has sent you a beautiful something, you know, a, a perfume with a press release and you, you, you post it, it's obvious because you, maybe you are, maybe if you're a beauty blogger, of course you're going to be sent stuff. Mm. So I think it just comes with the turf that people know that, yes, you are getting sent stuff. But I think it's when these sort of... Deals are done where maybe people are getting paid and they're not. They're not. They're not saying that they are. Being, they're not. just, they're just right. not being not transparent. transparent. Yeah, and I think that's the one word that I, th- I think about now all the time because I remember years and years and years ago, Media Watch caught me out, and I'm um, you know, and it's it's um because I went on a trip for someone and at the end of the. The story, and I, and I still have the email. I'd sent the the, the the story through, but it was, and it was just in print days. It wasn't put at the end of the story. I was a guest of blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it was it was was subbed out. And I'm not blaming the subs, but I'm blaming the subs <laughs> back then. No, because I, I know because I was always so aware of that. But it was not put on the story, and they they called me out and, and said, oh, you know, Melissa Melissa's you know riding on the purse of blah blah blah, and, and she didn't. You know, say she was there as the guest of. So I'm so conscious of that in in every aspect, and I think and I think people appreciate that. You know, I, if I do a travel story, I was a guest of blah blah. I think you you have to do it.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, and with you know influences, yeah, you, know, you know, I may not have you know a million followers, but it's all about um, it's it's about um. Interaction and it's not just about people. Ten million people liking your picture. You want people following you who actually will potentially maybe go and buy or go on that holiday that I've put a, a shot up of because I've done a story on it. You know, it's it's really, um, you know, I think publicists and and you know influencer agencies are dealing. You know, they have to make sure that the the, the people that they employ or have on their influencer books. Are really legitimate because so many people are pumping up and ballooning their their figures and you know saying they've got half a million when yeah. they've only really got twenty thousand. It was
0: interesting the other day. I think the New York Times called out to had a bit of a whinge about some of the um, bloggers. Was it, I think it was, at Milan, um, was it Milan? um was Milan Fashion Week oh, last yes, week yeah, or something week recently. Yeah, last, and they yeah. were saying, "Oh yeah. look, they're they're very demanding and all this sort of stuff." And and the bloggers sort of fought back. Quite you know, and said, "Look, you know, you, you're just the old guard, you know." Yes. with at times have I changed. I read that story. You know? it was in the New York Times. So it was, by, yeah. it, was, it was a bit of. Um, I think both sides had a bit of it.
1: The, well, there was still a bit of you know blogger v. And I'll say old school media, yep. which I hate saying that. I'll say traditional, yep. yeah, because there, because unfortunately, there have been some bloggers who have suddenly. Sort of garnered this huge following, and there's been this sort of sense of entitlement. Mm. I remember one year at Australian Fashion Week, and that would be about four or five years ago. Suddenly, the entire front row were bloggers that, and bloggers that hadn't even sort of paid their dues. They had they had no they had no no history of the industry, and there were magazine editors who were, who have influence. They 20, really 30, do. 30 who were years. who were like in the second and third row. And that was, and that was, and that never never happened again. Because I think, I think at that stage, that was when suddenly, boy, oh my gosh, we've got all these bloggers. They have to be in the front row because it's so important. And I, I don't begrudge them at all because there were some incredibly successful ones who are doing a great job of 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 managing their their platforms and doing it and working with brands very successfully. And that's what it's about. They then work with fashion brands or fr- food brands or lifestyle brands, and they, you know. Coordinate, you know, they style pictures that will then will be um, appreciated and liked, and and actually will work for the blogger and the brand. So there are people doing it well, but there's a lot of frauds out there as well. Well,
0: that's it. Yeah, I think people are embraced into any industry if they if they prove that they're really in it. For genuine reasons. That's you know, right. Some people, I think, just want maybe a bit of the glory, whatever glory there is. But yeah. you know, to see their name in print, to be hanging out in you know supposedly cool places with cool people. Yeah. You know, and, and they just you and, you just get a feeling they're not really authentic.
1: Yeah, know. and I think you you have to you have to remain authentic, and you have to sort of um, do your dues. I mean, I think you know, we're, I've been I've, I've been doing what I've been doing for a long time, and and I've. Paid my dues, and I, and I, and that's not you know being sort of indulgent. That's just being realistic. You know, I, you, you you stick with what you do. You, you do the best you can, and then if a lovely opportunity comes your way, and, and you can do it, and you can get a story out of it, and it's it's it, it, it's appreciated by all, and all happens, and it's all good for everyone. Great. But you know, you, you just. But also, I think I've learned, and I've learned this from um, a colleague of mine who you know very well, Sharon Witten. I had to learn. I've had to learn to say no. You know, I, you know. So often I was out every night of the week, and it was yes, I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. But you just can't be everywhere. And really, I have to look at things and go, what is in this for me? And I don't mean that from a, a when am I getting out of it? But is it worth me going to some dinner that's going to get me home at eleven o'clock at night? What is it? Is it? Is it? Is, there, is it? A, is there a nice story out of it? Is there something? So, yeah, well, I used learning to feel to say a no. sense
0: of. Duty that you should be going supporting these people because you know what it's like if someone holds an event and no one shows up That's you right. feel sorry for them, not
1: you? Yeah, exactly. You? And you get them over all the years, like mm. you, we've gotten to know so many of these people and you sort of you like them and you think, oh no, I will support them. But sometimes you think, well, hang on. I know you yeah, can't do it. Yeah, you all, just can't can you? do it all. Cannot and uh, uh, the everywhere. one thing
0: I've enjoyed the last few years, a, a byproduct of the Oh, I guess to the GST has been a lot less events. Yes, I mean, oh. you know, which is sort of nice because there's some weeks you go, well, I've got a relatively free.
1: Yeah, and then you know, and then sometimes there's like which has been there's four or five events on one night, and I think, oh well, that's. <laughs> I'll just go to one, you know, and and that's it. You know, so instead of then putting one on every night of the week and I guess too it's different. When I was doing sort of the social pages in in newspaper land, there was this sort of um, expectation. And when those pages, they were, you know, the be-all and end-all on a Sunday, everyone would open them up. But it's...
0: What's all the, of these
1: events now are being looked at straight away that night.
0: What's the most you reckon you ever squeezed in one night? You would probably, did you ever do half a dozen on one night?
1: Um, probably, I no, no, to be honest, I reckon probably about four.
0: Four. Okay.
1: I think, and that would have been, they would have been all sort of in like and out, city of snaps. based. Yeah, they would have been, yeah, a couple of, yeah, a couple of snaps and then. And
0: a couple you of know, quick facts, a couple of that, names, on to right, the next yeah. one, yeah.
1: Probably a couple of glasses of champagne a each. So <laughs> wouldn't have felt too good the next morning. But no, I think for – I think James was probably the max yes. ba- back, in, back in the heyday.
0: Okay. Let's just talk before we wind this up today. Just talk a little bit about your social media. Now, mm. just go through the platforms you're on. Have you dropped any? Have you added any? Where are you at yeah. with that?
1: Okay. Now, Twitter, I still – it's interesting. I, I've noticed over the last few months – my Twitter numbers have really gone up. I, I, I don't know. It's like a cu- cumulative effect. For some reason, it just... Now, do you says, judge
0: it, that on your followers or do you look at your, I look at your engagement? I look at
1: engagement. Um, I look at... And, and fo- followers... And
0: see, so followers still is important because that's the top line everyone that's, sees. That's but right. what people can't see is your the
1: engagement. But, no, the engagement is So it's is nice, but it's... Yeah. So I've, I've noticed that's really sort of gone incredibly well. <laughs> yep. th- this year, for some reason, it's sort of really quite snowballed and I, and I, I, and and there's a a bit of a, I think one of the reasons, a few of the stories, whether I've done them or I've been involved with or I've posted, they've been retweeted by people with ridiculous followings, ridiculously, so then suddenly you go, oh wow, um, I think it was someone like, um, David Williams or I don't know, there were, there've been a couple of like, I've got I've woken up the next morning and you know you go and you have a look at your social media and something was retweeted by I think it was by him and there was someone else by there was there's just some big names and I've gone oh and it's honey followers 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 and they've mm. all stuck hung, hung in there like they haven't sort of just all in well that's good because
0: you put a lot of time into your posts we yeah. do too not as much as we should but yeah will Anderson's always been good to us yeah we get a retreat from Will – if you the, yes, the nums go isn't off. It, yes. We were lucky to get Ricky Gervais once, I think, oh, and that fantastic, was fantastic. Yeah. But um, would, are you frustrated like I am sometimes? But then you try and engage with other people who are on the platform, but they don't return the yeah, love.
1: Yeah, and I, you think,
0: oh, look, come on, I'm, it's yes. almost like tapping someone on the shoulder. I going, know, hey, and, and you and they just a, won't.
1: You nearly feel a bit embarrassed. It's like, or, or you're, and because I, I hate it when, and, and we've probably seen this over the years since we've all been sort of active on Twitter, where a couple of us might be in a conversation and then the fifth person comes in who's never been in the conversation and they suddenly answer me. I find that it's like you're barging yeah, into a, I mean, a, a conversation. but I mean, on a professional but on level. on a professional level, yeah, if, say if I... Say we've
0: written about a magazine or you have and you engage it, it, with it, them on it, social it, media what, and if, expecting a retweet or at least a like yeah, and, and the, they and just that, ignore you. Oh, your, yeah, that, that's happened a few times. And you wonder why they bothered. I know, and I think, there's a
1: couple of people who I've always... always have had a good relationship with. And if I saw them in the street today, today they'd be fine. Yeah. But just of late, of this year, I don't know, and this might just be me, but I'm wondering if some of some media outlets, and I'm thinking TV or radio, have sort of read the right act to some of their their on-air people that, no, you, you, you only retweet or tweet stuff from our... Publications or shows or radio shows, or you know, I, because it's, it's, I've just noticed that, that people mm. who were once doing yep. it
0: have backed off, have backed
1: off. or they're not, or they're not or they're saying, oh, all the say, I really love that, and they won't yep. even go, gee, thanks, Melissa, and, and it's someone I know.
0: But are they also maybe reading that publicity about Twitter that it's, that A, it's on the down, and B, I get the feeling sometimes it's just not as many people on the platform like in the old days. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem to be.
0: It's like it's very clicky. Yes, there's, there's a lot of media people. It's
1: very media driven.
0: Outsiders.
1: It's very media driven. A few
0: loud, spoken, sort of almost I don't know, annoying.
1: Yeah, a few characters just
0: trying to throw bombs.
1: Yeah, it, it it doesn't there isn't that it started off. Um, I remember when oh, a couple of years ago, um, and Lee Sales and Annabelle Crabb and Car- Carolyn Ivington and Mia Friedman and Amanda Mead, um, we all had the, uh, like a, a Twitter afternoon tea mm. at Lee sales house because she kindly... because we sort of all were sort of meeting each other on Twitter a lot, you know, mm. just either engaging in certain conversations or agreeing or disagreeing. And Lee, to her beautiful credit she said well when she sent an email to a little gang and we all went and had afternoon tea at her place which is lovely but it, it's become much a bit more mechanical now you know I think there was a it was quite organic when it started now it's a bit more well you put you put your story up you put your clip up of what you've done um so that so that's Twitter Instagram still is is you know just pu- a purely a visual medium um I try to, like when I've written a story that is quite a visual story, I'll then include the, um, the link to it in the bio because I think if I've written a, a piece, you know... You, you do you get, get
0: more engagement on Instagram now than Twitter, do you think?
1: Um, yes, yeah, I, I get more engagement on that. My Facebook page, my, my uh, like public page... If I put something up that is, if I just put up a a story that doesn't really, um, that hasn't really got a great point, no one really cares. But if it's something that's really, absolutely of the moment and is controversial at the time, or is it has absolutely, you know, a black or a white side, bang, you'll get a lot of engagement on that. But um, yeah, Insta, I think that's a really interesting um, form for engagement because. You know, going back to sort of influences and numbers, a lot of people will have, you know, half a million followers and they might get, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 likes, but not a lot of engagement, you know, yeah. so they won't have people going, gee, I must, oh, I love that swimsuit you had on, I'll go and buy. So, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting world. Would
0: you post video?
1: Will I or do yeah, I? Yeah, do you? Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I've been using quite a lot of late, you know, the new or well, the new Instagram little tiny, mm. you know, fifteen-second video. I post a little bit of video on Insta because now, now that they've put that up to a minute, you can actually put something, you know, fairly substantial mm. on that. You know, even if it's a little grab from someone. So yeah, so I've posted, and when I was in Los Angeles recently, you know, I just stuck like a little, a little grab from Dave. Um, Dave, um,
0: Dave Stewart. Stewart
1: singing a Eurythmic song. You know, it was yes, just, it was, okay. But, you know, just those things and, 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 and people like that. Um, but video, you know, I was t- talking with Nicole Sheffield, actually, at the office late last night, and we were talking about the importance of video and how it is just but particularly with um, our, how our whole News DNA um, initiative it is just becoming more and more and more important, and the resources in that are just going to get bigger and bigger and better you know because people want apart from reading their their, their maybe their shorter form stories they, they want a, a two minute killer piece of video that will give them their their info their news their whatever, but they, it has to be short, sharp. Not, not not sexy in a sexual way, but short, sharp, you wanna you wanna watch it, you wanna see it. So that's the sort of stuff, certainly I know with news.com.au and the whole news DNA thing that I'll be doing more of, which is really exciting.
0: Melissa Hoyer, look it's always great chatting with you. Let's wind this little um podcast up. Tell us what, what should we look out for? What are you working on now or what's coming up yeah. soon? Yeah.
1: Well I mean um, of course now Spring
0: racing carnival. Right that you- all
1: starts. I mean that's um I'm actually doing a bit of a kooky thing. I'm going down on a ship to Melbourne um, and um, hosting some stuff on the weekend before Melbourne Cup. So I'll be there for Melbourne Cup. But it's a a boat, the whole P&O line. Okay. They actually have thousands and thousands and thousands of people who go down to Melbourne on a ship purely just to go to the Melbourne Cup. And they stay on the ship on it's ship, yeah. So I'm I'm going to do that. But then there's... I mean, there's there's the likes of that. Um, I'm actually going to New York at the end of November. And then I can sort of talk about this now with um, um, Eloise Pratt, who, of course, is the daughter of Richard Pratt, um, of Vizzy, of Vizzy fame. Um, She's being... um, Honored with a, um, a huge philanthropic award, um, and is being presented by Bob Geldof, with um, Lady Gaga performing wow. at this event, and so I've been invited over to cover that. So that will be. I mean, and that's a really good story because mm. to me, and she's she's one of one of the world's biggest philanthropists. You know, Philanthropists, which you know, which is someone from someone that probably most people would know who she is, but she, what she gives to charities around the world is being sort of heralded, you know, at this big New York gala. So that'll be good fun.
0: Fantastic. So okay, so Melbourne Cup, Melbourne Cup, and then New York, New York,
1: New York, New York. I mean, then it sort of starts to sort of, you know, there's. And then, of course, you know, the, the actor awards, you know, the Australian actor sure. awards happen in December. It all becomes very very, um, so that December period becomes very Christmassy and things sort of start to wind up, you yep. know. Um, but, yeah, it, there's, the, the racing thing is big. I mean, that always does big sure. numbers for
0: us. Okay, so we can find you on what's your Twitter handle? Said,
1: Twitter handle, Melissa Hoyer. Instagram, Melissa Hoyer. Um, Facebook,
0: Facebook, Melissa, Melissa Hoyer, Hoyer. Snapchat, Facebook. Melissa
1: Hoyer. One, yes. someone already got that, hadn't? <laughs> so, I had to put a one on that. So, yeah, so on all of those platforms. But um, just to yeah, find me wherever you like.
0: And uh, news. dot Now you're usually at home on the is it lifestyle. Um, um, what's the now, tab? Where well, do we well go? i well.
1: I'm, well or, or does it vary lifestyle, what you're writing entertainment, about entertainment okay. travel but really and there is a Melissa Hoyer sort of little section but oh, okay. but uh, I'm within usually any of the lifestyle entertainment travel um areas on news.com.au
0: Good stuff look safe travels uh, and I uh, look forward to catching up with you next Absolutely,
1: time Absolutely we'll do thanks James